How's it going guys? Miguel here with CFS Recovery. In this video, I'm gonna be talking about the holidays and CFS. Now, it's a little bit of a tricky time because there's a lot of activities going on and a lot of unpredictable things. So family events, people coming over, family visiting in town. So it's kind of hard to navigate, what should I do? Can I actually do this thing? Is it too much? What do I do if my symptoms flare up? So it's a really interesting time, not just physically, but also emotionally, because this time of the year, you're probably saying to yourself, you know what, I've been here before, I've been here in the past, and I always told myself that, you know, I'm gonna be better next year, and I've been in that position. So this year, I want you to think about it differently, and in this video, I'm gonna be breaking down how to navigate, like I said, the holidays and CFS. So let's go back to when I was sick. You know, I was sick for about four and a half years, and when I was struggling to get out of this, I remember each year I would tell myself, you know what, this year was a rough year, but that's okay, because next year I'll for sure get better. And then what happened was the following year would come, the following Christmas and New Year's, and I would actually be even worse. So that pattern kept on going, and some years I would be slightly better, but I never really got to enjoy Christmas for a handful of years at a time, you know? So it became this, like, like a sad time. So each year when Christmas came around the corner, it would actually be a pretty emotional time because you're not able to participate in a lot of the activities that your friends are taking part of, that your family's taking part of, and maybe you can kind of participate, but not really because you had to really pace yourself. So it's, you can't laugh as hard, you can't talk to as many people as you want. And I actually remember the last Christmas I had when I was sick was probably the toughest Christmas because I specifically remember I was bedridden at my grandparents' place and I heard everybody downstairs opening presents, laughing, eating good food, eating cake. And it was around right before Christmas to about New Year's. It was one of the roughest shapes I've been in and I actually had to get literally spoon fed on Christmas Eve. I remember I called my dad, I was like, hey, can you sleep over? I'm just feeling absolutely wrecked. So he came over, kept me company, but you know, you're seeing all these other people have fun. And when you can't take part in that, it can be a very emotional time. So the great news is you have found this YouTube channel. Maybe you're new here. Maybe you've been following for several months, but the fact that you even found this information shows that you're on the right track. And that if you follow most of the things that I teach on this channel, then 12 months from now, you should be feeling significantly better and enjoying yourself a lot more able to participate in activities. So just know that you are on the right track and next year should really not be the same as this year. You know, if you just implement a lot of these things that I teach on this channel. Now, if you've been following my channel for a while, in terms of practical things you can do to continue recovering, I'd say the biggest thing that we tell people in the program is to definitely pace themselves throughout these holidays, pull back on other activities that they're doing. So if they're normally going on walks every day, if they're normally exercising, or if they're normally trying to increase their activity, I would say let's pull back on those normal things because now there's gonna be a lot of unpredictable things happening. You may have family showing up unannounced, so you can't really plan for a lot of these things and you have to kind of compensate for all the social activity that you may be doing. You know, talking to friends, talking to family. So I would pull back in whatever you're normally doing because you will have much more stimulus happening just because of these Christmas activities. So keep that in mind. You only have a certain stress threshold. You can only fit so much stimulus into your days before you start really, really feeling the symptoms. And usually this time of year, people actually get sick as well because it's colder in a lot of places. If you're in America or Europe, it gets darker earlier, so you're gonna feel more tired naturally. Even normal people feel that. So just know it's normal to feel more run down. And the biggest thing that we're seeing, not just of people in the program, but 
just regular people, they get stressed out around Christmas times because you have to buy presents for people, you have to say hello to loved ones, all that stuff. Not that they're bad things, but it's just extra stress you have on your plate. You know, the kids could be getting out of school too, and you have to make sure they're busy. So there's a lot of these things we don't really think about that all add up. These things stack on top of each other, and as you know, once it reaches a certain level in stimulus, you're gonna start to feel a lot of symptoms. Definitely expect adjustment periods because they probably will come, and just know that it's normal for you to feel a little bit overwhelmed this time of year, not just physically talking to people, but also emotionally. The other thing I wanna to touch on is food, right? So holiday times, especially if you're a little bit more functional, this doesn't really apply if you're bedridden, but if you're more functional and you're actually taking part in these social events, then there's gonna be a lot of really, really, really good food. And I'm not saying don't eat it, I'm just saying limit how much junk food you're eating. You know, whether it's heavy pastas or cakes, or sugary things, those things can definitely add to your symptoms. I remember sugar would give me headaches, you know? But the thing is, once you start recovering, if you're not anticipating how bad these foods are gonna make you feel, you're probably not gonna feel them as much. Versus if you were super anxious trying to avoid all of this stuff, you're gonna flare up because you're stressed going into that event of eating all this food. So all I'm saying is just be mindful of what you're eating, of what you're digesting. As we know, with more stress, you just won't be able to tolerate more things. But on the other hand, we've seen people get a lot of food wins. So let's pop them up right here. You can see in our Discord channel, all of our wins, there's so many people eating all this good food they haven't eaten in a while. But keep in mind that can play a role in having upset stomachs or triggering adjustment periods. I actually have a video specifically about foods right up here. If you click the link, it talks about IBS and digestive issues, but just be mindful of that. Don't eat too much junk food, but also you can live your life a little bit. Have a candy cane here and there if you can handle it. So the holidays are an interesting time, especially around Christmas, but also New Year's, because you're probably gonna have all these goals you're setting for next year. And what I don't want you to do is set these deadlines for yourself. Well, it's good to have goals, but I think when you're in the depths of CFS, it can actually be more detrimental to set goals that are a bit too specific and especially ones that have deadlines to them. So if you're writing down or telling yourself or even thinking, I should be better by spring, I should be better by the summer, next year 100% I'm gonna be better, that is only gonna add pressure to the recovery and that's gonna stress you out a little bit more because every single day you're gonna feel like that clock is ticking and when you have bad days, you're gonna be like, oh man, I'm running out of time. So the times that I made the most recovery, basically once I met my doctor after I got out of the hospital, I had pretty much no sense of time. I had zero deadlines at all. And I didn't even think about it because I was so focused on the present. I was only focused on doing what I was doing that day. I wasn't thinking one, two, three, six months down the road at all. And there are times in your life, most of the time in your life, you do wanna be thinking and forecasting ahead. In terms of when you're in the depths of recovery, that's not gonna be beneficial because that's only gonna add on extra stress and pressure to the entire journey. So just be mindful of that. When New Year's comes around, I remember writing my goals down every single year and then I'd be super disappointed because the following year, I would improve in some areas like work and doing certain things, but health-wise, there was never any significant progress. So I just wouldn't put deadlines on that if you are thinking about putting goals together. Now having a vision board, that's a little bit different because there's no deadlines for that. I think vision boards are awesome. I would highly encourage that. I did it several times and even to this day, I still update my vision board every eight to 12 months to keep my thoughts fresh and get me excited about the things that are coming up in life. 
But I think right now when you're in the depths of CFS, you wanna take all pressure off. So like I said, the goal setting, you can have goals, you can have visions, but I would not put any specific deadlines to it because I've seen it time and time again, it's only gonna make things worse. And I wouldn't even say worse, it's gonna definitely prolong things though. So just be really mindful of that. But overall, as you've found this channel, as you've been watching this video and you go through all the different videos on my channel, I would highly recommend watching these playlists right up here because it's gonna walk you through exactly what you need to do to get better. And that's how you're gonna ensure that you will definitely be in a better place 12 months from now. So I don't know, you might be watching this, maybe it's not around Christmas time, but you know, the following year, the following holidays, you should be getting better and you should be feeling better you know, by the time you get there. If you implement even a quarter of the things I teach on this channel, then these should definitely help you. So I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope this really sheds light on how to navigate through the holidays if you're dealing with CFS. If you did want some extra help, then we always love helping people out, especially people who have been dealing with this for a long time. As long as you've seen doctors, you've had all your tests and scans done, and they're still turning you away, or the doctors are saying, hey, there's nothing more we could do for you. Just go home and get some rest. Obviously that doesn't work. This is probably why you're watching this video. Then I would highly recommend you click the link down below. You can apply for the Recovery Jumpstart program. We do it on an application basis only just to make sure you're the right fit for the program. Now, as always, we do a subscriber highlight comment of the day. So this comment is from Jessica Lee and she says, I think finding a recovery group that resonates with you personally as an individual is the key to recovery. I found watching too many videos from different groups overwhelming and confusing I find these videos extremely positive and the least complex. You're really doing an amazing job. Thank you so much, Jessica, for the kind words, and I completely agree with you. You know, a lot of times we can get lost in analysis paralysis. If you're watching all these videos from different channels, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but the problem there is a lot of these ideas can conflict. So one channel might be saying, oh, this is what I use to recover. Another channel might be saying, don't do that. This is what I use to recover. And now you have all these conflicting ideas and it gets really, really confusing and overwhelming. So if you learn your information from a certain source, I think that's great, but make sure it's a similar source. So either one person's channel or maximum two people's channels, you wanna dive deep into their channels and consume like everything because at least you know their messaging and the concepts and the frameworks are gonna be consistent versus trying to mix all these different frameworks together that are kind of overlapping or conflicting with each other. So try to get your information from the same source or at least similar sources. That would be my advice, so I completely agree with you. Shout out to you, Jessica. If you do end up applying for the program, you'd be talking to myself or someone on our onboarding team who understands this illness, who's been through it, and uh, we're gonna see if you're a good fit. As always, remember, you are a thriver and you are just one mind shift away from living a life with thriving health. I'll see you in the next video.